What's going on, you guys? This week, we had the pleasure of talking with Micah Bohan. She's a former Division I swimmer and graduate of the University of Tennessee at Knoxville and my cousin. Uh, we had a great conversation with her about uh, collegiate athletics and lessons learned that go beyond the classroom. Uh, so with that being said, let's get into it. So guys, welcome back to the Progress Podcast, where us three Virginia Tech engineers speak our thoughts and ideas towards self-help. Um, I'm Mason Hobbs, back from my hiatus. Uh, was out sick with some coronavirus, so uh, back at it, though. Um, yeah. I'm Trenton Whitfield. And I'm Joe Eversole. Um, and this week's guest is Micah Bohan. Um, she was a former uh, D1 athlete at uh, Tennessee and um, is going to talk to us today about some uh, things to do with uh, D1 college schedules and uh, talk about her experience doing at-home workouts and some, we're going to talk about some fitness stuff, how to, uh, how to get your exercise on during this quarantine. Um, so yeah, Trenton. Yeah, so um, thank you for being with us, um, Micah. I know yeah. personally for me, it's been really tough um, keeping like a consistent schedule. I know maybe Joe and Mason, we've shared like a same, similar opinion on this. Hobbs, maybe a little bit different uh, due to all the coronavirus and everything. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think it'd be cool to structure the podcast about, I guess, not only tips that we can kind of use during coronavirus, but also things that we can adopt in our normal, um, like college schedules. Um, a lot of our listeners are college students. Okay. And so maybe throughout the podcast, we can give them some helpful hints on how to be more motivated and uh, schedule like a D1 athlete. Yeah. Well, I have been out of the game for about two years now, but the schedule for me is still a little bit the same. Uh, my nine to five is a little bit different. I work at a law firm at the moment at a criminal defense firm, um, but I still have that mindset of being very active. So I work out in the morning or I'll work out right after work. I think it's just very important, obviously, for your mental health to stay very active, but doing like this COVID-19 is kind of crazy. So trying to go out and work out, it's kind of hard at the moment with a bunch of people around. So I know how hard it can be to be very active, but trying to get like, we have a home gym here, kind of, it's very small. Um, we've got some dumbbells and some things downstairs, but Honestly, just doing what you can at the moment, I think, is super important. Yeah, definitely. Um, for me, it's been kind of difficult because, you know, you have that workout routine when you're in college where you have the gym you're used to and you have the same schedule where you're going to classes and you're, uh, you've got your clubs and your organizations and you have that specific hour during the day where you're like, okay, that's my workout hour. And now it's so much different because it's so constant. Um, find myself, you know, I'm, I'm waking up and staying in the exact same place all day. And it's, it's, it's yeah. kind of hard to build that schedule. Um, I've been trying to get back into running. Uh, ran yesterday, went for a, a run in the rain um, right before this podcast, uh, which was pretty fun. Got gassed really fast, but um, it's, it's just one of those things where I kind of, you kind of have to force yourself to get back into it. Yeah, for sure. When, when, when something like this happens where it completely knocks you off your rhythm, um, it's, it's one of those things where I've been talking to my dad a lot recently. And, um, and one of the things he's, uh, he touched on, actually, he got it from, 
I think our, it was our podcast uh, three weeks ago with Greg too, where um, we were talking about action precedes uh, motivation. So it's all about kind of just taking that action before you're even motivated and that action in and of itself will motivate you. So yeah. I think that's really important uh, in a time like this. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. also um, I think schedule is kind of a key word. So this past week I've tried to set like a consistent wake up time because when you, <laughs> when we're at college, we have, let's say our 9am, right? So like every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we know we have to get there. Um, so we're setting consistent schedules because we're kind of forced to, um, I mean, obviously we all skip class, like it happens, right. But, um, you always have that one rainy day where it's just not going for you, but, um, it's a, it's much easier to set consistent schedules. Um, and what I've been trying to do with coronavirus is set like a morning routine. So wake up specific time, set my alarm go down, eat some breakfast, um, get up, shower, um, maybe do a slight workout. I'm still trying to incorporate that. Um, I'll hopefully get better at it and then start my day um, to kind of add some like steadiness in my schedule as coronavirus um, is happening. I'd like to hear your take, um, Micah, on like the benefits of getting up early because I know swimmers do these crazy like yeah. 4 a.m. workouts and all this <laughs> stuff is that something we should adopt or something to try or not really I wouldn't say 4 a.m. would be <laughs> the greatest thing to do um I did have to get up very early for swimming um a rigorous very rigorous routine as a swimmer, you'd get up about 5.15, and then you would go to swim until about 5, I mean, 8.30 in the morning, and then sometimes you'd be late to your 8 a.m. because your coaches wanted you to work out until 8.30, um, and then you'd go to class until about 3, 3.15, and then you'd be back in the water or the weight room until about 6 o'clock at night, do your study hall, you get home, you eat, and you get back to bed, and you do it all over again. So I think in this time, though, it's, it's important, especially, I mean, not just as an athlete and a student, but I mean, more importantly, as a student, it's important to stay in a routine because I know a lot of people right now who aren't staying in a routine. And once that routine comes back, it's going to be very hard to get back into. So, I mean, not even just speaking as an athlete, as a student, if you're not staying on top of your schoolwork, if you're not staying in a routine, getting back into the game as a student is enough to just be, it, it's a lot. It's a, there's a lot of pressure. And if you're an athlete and you're listening to this, I mean, if you're not doing your schoolwork and you're not doing your workouts. I can't imagine what it's going to be a lot be like when you hit back into the, the rigorous routine you have just as a student or a student athlete. So I think, I mean, definitely for me right now, I get up at six thirty every morning anyways. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm an early riser. So I do think it's very important to get up pretty early, not necessarily four o'clock in the morning, but I do think it's, it's important to get up pretty early just to start your day. I mean, I mean, you'll feel lazy and lousy if you don't get up and start doing the things you want to do in the day. Yeah. I mean, to speak to that, I remember um, we were, we would always visit uh, the cousins in, um, at Folly Beach, like around springtime mm-hmm. towards the beginning of summer. And I remember this one summer, we were visiting them, and this was, I think, around um, Micah and, and uh, her brother Jeremiah's senior year of high school. And 
we were all hanging out and it was like i remember um getting up and realizing that jeremiah and, I, and micah too had, mm -hmm. had both gotten up at like four in the morning and we were at a beach house in, at folly beach they both got up at four in the morning driven two hours into charleston uh to just to do their workout and then yeah. swam for a little bit and, and drove back and we're home by like 10 a.m yeah or 11 a.m uh mm -hmm. and i was like it, it was it was insane to me because i like got up at 11 and yeah. they were they were back <laughs> so, it's, it's it's crazy it's it's very different i'd say i think there's a lot of animosity between a student and a student athlete i don't know how it is at your university but I do think it's very different than just being an original student because student athletes don't know what it's like to be a student and have a job. Like that's, that's their, what's so important to them is like some students have a job and have to go to class and then have to go straight to work. And then as a student athlete, you don't have time to experience those, I guess you would say real world notations as being just a regular student. Um, experiencing those things you would want to as a regular student so I think it's very important to take things lightly too and enjoy what you have at the moment like I mean getting up at 4 a.m sucks but I mean it as a, I don't know what it would have been like if I was just a regular student so yeah yeah and one thing that I've kind of noticed um personally is the more that I have to do in a day the more productive I become. Yep. So let's say I, I have like one class, I had like last semester, I had like one 8 a.m. class on Tuesdays and then I had the rest of the day off to myself. I had to set like strict guidelines to make sure that I was like studying because I didn't have any commitments versus right. let's say my Monday or Tuesday or my Monday or Wednesday, I have three classes, a German club meeting, I'm meeting <laughs> yep. with somebody at lunch, meeting with somebody after the class. It's like all of a sudden I'm so much more productive. I'm making yep. like, I'm taking like 15 minutes in my day and getting like knocking out a whole assignment. And I'll look at that on Tuesday and I'll be like, how did I do this? Like, yeah. it doesn't make any sense. For yep. Sure. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's something even like <clears throat> speaking from when I was playing basketball in high school, I remember, you know, during the, during the fall, and the spring, I wasn't very productive. I would get home and I would kind of lay around the house for two, three hours. And then I would go do my homework. And I was like, man, I, this, this, I feel like I'm getting the same amount of work and I'm, I feel so behind or lethargic. And then during basketball season, when I'd you know, be at school from you know, eight to three, and then I'd be at practice from three to five. And sometimes I'd have, I'd have games that would get me back at 10 p.m. And I was still like on top of my work and I had so much energy. It's, it truly is. It's like, how much are you putting into your day? Um, right. And that kind of that kind of sets the tempo of how you're gonna like approach those tasks, um, which is kind of touches back to last week's podcast. We were talking about um, uh, bullet journaling, and one of the things, uh, one of my ideas for for bullet journaling is that you should always write in more activities than you think you can feasibly do in a day, yeah. um, because that kind of it leaves you with something else to accomplish the next day, and it also kind of pushes you. So, yeah. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, and also, oh yeah, what's up? Uh, yeah, I was just gonna say like, you talk about like leave more than what's feasibly able to do. I was just wondering what your opinion was as a student athlete in terms of like, you probably most days had more on your plate than you were feasibly able to do, but how, do you, how did you prioritize that when it came to being a student 
just being an athlete versus having a social life like yeah what was your kind of like like how did you break that down and prioritize like what was most important to you and was that the same with the other athletes or was it kind of an individual basis yeah i'll be i'll be very honest right here um as an athlete through my four years i was more concerned about my sport i wasn't i wasn't concerned about my gpa and now sitting here at 24 years old, realizing I wish I was more in tune with my grades. I mean, I got good grades, but I think as a student athlete, you don't focus as much on your grades. I mean, you do because if you don't hit a certain GPA and you don't hit a certain amount of hours in your study halls, you don't get to perform. You don't, you don't get to practice. You don't get to go on travel trips with your team. But at the same time, you just hit that cusp, you know, you're not shooting for, you know, hitting the Dean's list or a 4.0 and being this like rock star in the classroom. You're thinking more about your sport, which it's hard. It's, it's, it's hard because, you know, you wish that you had more time and realistically, at least for me, I felt like I didn't have enough time. I think I being young too and, thinking I had to be the best I could be in my sport rather than in the classroom took a priority, but it's not necessarily the case in the real world because um, you don't get to do your sport forever. So <laughs> grades are super important. Um, but I didn't really have a social life. If I'm being honest, I, I had my teammates. I didn't get to branch out in different clubs. I didn't get to I mean, if I did, I wouldn't have a lot of time to recover and rest and be the best I could be in the pool and in exams and studying, honestly. So social life was with my team. I didn't get to branch out that much, but I also wasn't willing to. Um, and that's just being very honest, you know. But I do think it's important as a student athlete and as a student to branch out and be the best student you can be, get the most out of your college years because it goes by so fast. Mason, I'd also like to answer your question. So, Micah, and also for your listeners, I am not a student athlete by any means. Um, <laughs> and I don't have a job. I'm just a, just a college student. But one thing that um, I prioritize over my schoolwork um, is, like, my sleep schedule or, yeah. like, getting enough rest. So if I have an exam, um, let's say, coming up, I'm not going to pull that all-nighter. I'll say the exam can take the hit because I know that it's more important to have good health, to have that rest, um, and to go into the exam with a clear mind, or at least I believe this to be true, um, than staying up all night and like trying to learn every minute detail of the topic at hand. Um, and I guess that's one thing you also, Micah, you mentioned your social life. Um, I think it's very important for college students to balance a good um, work-life balance, if you will, between schoolwork and also between like their social lives. Um, we, uh, we're all engineers, um, and Virginia Tech engineering can be very competitive, um, and getting wrapped up in that can be kind of a lot. Um, so we have to make sure that not only are we being um, like our best school selves, but we're also being our best selves uh, socially and making sure that we're growing in other areas outside of our academics. I guess yeah, for sure. those are kind of the things that I prioritize or at least make sure I prioritize um, over like academics as well. 
Oh yeah. That's super important to do. Cause if you don't, the thing is, if you, what I, what I have found very important with being in the real world and working in a real job is communicating and being your best self the next day is super important. Cause if you're not, you're not gonna be able to communicate. I mean, I'm the youngest in my office. I'm 24 and the next youngest person you would say is in their mid forties. You know, if you, if you don't have that communication skill and you're not on point with rest and in tune with what you're doing in that profession that day, it can be very difficult. Yeah. So I have a similar, I guess, experiences. Last semester, I did a co-op with General Electric, similar. Uh, we were talking earlier, Joe's doing an internship with them this summer. Um, being just the youngest person at that job by far. And it wasn't like what I learned in school that really got me through that job, but it was really what I took away from my social life, took away from different aspects of my life that I can use in that job. So I think like, um, I don't know, something I wanted to ask you is like, um, as a student athlete, like you talked about, like how you let your GPA slide a little bit, but going back to that, I think like, did you take away a lot from swimming and like you, like life lessons you learned from swimming? I think in the real world, did you take away more from that than you did from what you might've learned in school or? I would, I would honestly say yes. I, the experience I got in that sport being a swimmer, I got to travel a lot. I also had the opportunity to be a, a team captain of about 60 people. And I also got to experience how to handle very tough situations with mental health and how important it is to take care of yourself before taking care of anybody else. I think it's very important to understand like in the workforce, like, regardless of what profession you've got to communicate with people you've got to be able to use your voice and you've got to be able to lead in any situation so I do in my own opinion many people can have very very different views on this but in my own opinion I do think regardless if it's a sport or a hobby or some sort of club you're in I do think unless you're studying to be a doctor and some sort of scientific way being able to be in the environment of very different people and behaviors gives you the chance to learn how to work with people um, I'm not saying your studies in college don't get you where you need to be but I do think being able to interact with different people and taking on different challenges definitely plays a huge part in your real world career I, I would totally agree with that I think um, kind of similar to Mason, um, my internship last summer kind of placed me in this, um, in this environment where I was truly the youngest and like, like you, Mike, I was, I was, I think the youngest person other than me was maybe mid thirties, early thirties. Um, and it, it did kind of teach me how to be very independent because, you know, with the whole age difference, a lot of these people had been at it so long that they, they came in, they did their job with little to no supervision. They knew what they were going to do. They set tasks for themselves. And I was kind of put into this thing where I was like, okay, I'd always had a professor or some, yep. a teacher give me something and say, hey, do this. This is how you learn it. And this is how you apply it. Um, yep. And in this case, I had a boss that was like, all right, do this. And we would love for you to just kind of take a look at the, the factory floor and see what might need improvements. And then you can come to me if you want, uh, or you can mock up something yourself and, and see what you can make work. 
and that like terrified me at first I yeah. was like I was like this is I'm I have to be completely autonomous here uh there's there's no one directing me I could sit around and not do anything for uh you know for the whole day which is what I did for the first two days because I had no idea what I would do um and then finally I was just kind of walking around like like you said just talking to the people on the on the floor that were um making uh the parts that this this company made um and by getting to know them I started to get to know what they were struggling with or what they might not enjoy uh, about their job what they found maybe tedious or difficult and from that I was able to go okay well maybe this is what they brought me in to do maybe I can solve that problem for them um and that that did not come at all from anything I learned in school I, I, exactly. I maybe applied some stuff I learned from CAD modeling like yeah. freshman year that I already had learned in high school um yeah. but it, it was it was truly 99 percent talking to people, finding out what they might not like, and then saying, hey, how can I help you? How can I figure that out for you? Um, which it, it makes their time better, and it also makes your time better because oh, yeah. I, I think there's, there's something to be said about, you know, helping someone else um, as, you know, putting yourself at service to someone else, and, it, you know, it, it can give you um, that same satisfaction. For sure. And Micah, I'm sure one of the great skills that you learned, maybe just um, even without knowing it, is time management. For sure. Um, you kind yeah. of listed uh, just kind of a sample of a day um, of how you lived your college life of waking up early, practice, classes, practice, homework, sleep, repeat. Um, and this can apply to your life, um, getting oh, yeah. up early, going to work, telling your boss, oh, I think I can get that done in about an hour. You know what I'm saying? Like having this kind of concept of time and being able to use that to your advantage um, in the workplace. I think that that's something I always like to talk about time management. I think that's mm -hmm. one area that we can always improve on. Oh yeah, I definitely agree with you. I like I said before, I work in a criminal defense firm. Um, time's everything, especially when you're working with criminals. Um, <laughs> it, can be, it can be thrilling, but the pressure, um, I definitely think um, time management through a sport has helped me a lot more than I'd like to realize. Um, I mean, that rigorous routine and now transitioning from a nine to five as a worker as an employee for a very high position boss who is well known in his community and much older and much more experienced and expects you to get things back to him very quickly um especially with things you may not know that's why like i said earlier i think it's very important for you to be able to have that communication skill and confident being confident in yeah, you're not going to know everything you want to know when you first go into your very first job. They don't teach you that in college. They don't teach you what you need to know in an office space, what you should know, how to communicate. Um, they might in certain, certain professors might take you under their wing, but majority of the time you won't know how to cope in that office setting. So time management in any job is very, very important and having that skill and working on it every day because you can't be late, you know, you can't be late to that nine to five. You can't just leave early, you know, you're on clock, you're getting paid for what you are doing at the moment. But if your boss wants you to stay, if he wants you there early, 
you need you need to be able to be versatile in those moments too yeah i like to say that college is teaching us how to learn rather than the material that we're actually learning so it's yeah. just teaching us the process of like troubleshooting like assessing a problem breaking it into pieces rather than like oh this homework assignment is like exactly what you need in the workforce i don't know that that's the case but this homework assignment allows us to practice skills that we're going to need to use in the workforce. Absolutely. Yeah. And with that, um, you said you're, you know, when you, you were talking about a little snapshot of your day and you said from around 8 a.m. to 3.30 um, is when you'd have class. Um, mm -hmm. You know, having to focus for that amount of time. Uh, and then also, I mean, swimming is just a very focused sport. Mm -hmm. um, how how does that translate into your job um in terms of you know staying focused for that for that nine all the way to five which is yeah. hard for most people i would say it is i think as a student athlete you know you're you're so focused on the next thing and as us as humans we are so in tuned and focused on what do i do next how can i get to the next step but i think that routine and college help me prepare for that nine to five it's very different you know you're not physically like I'm sitting at a desk I'm answering phones I'm filing paperwork I may be walking to the courthouse I may not be walking to the courthouse so that routine changes but it makes you have to work within your mental and knowledge and your brain way more than you think you have to I think as an athlete, you think more about your physical attributes and your, your physical being than you do your mental health. And mental health is, I mean, it can be from an illness, but it, it's also knowledge. Like you have to be able to be quick and learn terminology very fast, especially in a setting you've never been before. So having those aspects it can be very difficult. I think it, it took me a little bit to catch on to the different things in an office than it would in a classroom. But I think being, having the advantage to go to college, regardless if you were an athlete, gives you the advantage in the office to be able to catch on quickly and learn those things and having a mentor and asking questions, not being scared to ask questions, but just being able to have that different routine allows you to be more capable of a lot of things you thought you would be able to be yeah yeah um i think you know there's something to be said for having that sort of versatility um mm -hmm. especially in the workforce because you know kind of going back to what i said about you know having something thrown in, in front of you that's you know often that's not the case in real life um and you know, it goes well beyond the nine to five. It goes, you know, it, and, and I think you could probably speak on that better than I could. But, you know, one of the things that I found surprising about my internship was you get done with the nine to five and then, and then it's five and you have, yep. I'm not going to bed at five. I, yep. I have a whole, you know, six, seven hours left on my day. Um, what am I going to fit that with? Um, and for me, I was in Salem, Virginia last summer. Uh, away from my family and friends I really I was kind of I was staying at my grandparents and I was kind of uh, on my own in that regard um, so I had to yeah. figure out what I was going to do um, you know for me it was mostly exercise playing guitar um, and kind of doing whatever I could to pass the time between that 
that 5 p.m. and that next 9 a.m. Um, but being able to kind of make that those decisions for yourself uh, with that same level of focus because life is not all about that nine to five. I think I think right. that gets lost in translation. Sometimes it's 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 mostly about how you're improving yourself in between the nine to five. Um, yeah. So yeah, I don't know how, how would you say you've adjusted to kind of getting off at, at five and then having the rest of your day at it. I would say for me and being an athlete, um, when five hit, when, when it hit at the very beginning, when five o'clock hit, I was excited. I was like, Oh my gosh, I have all this free time. But then you realize, Holy crap, you have all this free time. What am I going to do with this free time? So I quickly decided I had to figure out, you know, am I going to sit at home and do nothing? Or am I going to figure out, should I be active? Should I pick up a hobby? Should I start a small business? Should I do something that's going to take that time and not just waste it? Because I mean, 24 is young. I'm still pretty young for the career I want to go into. So I would say for me at least that five hit and I realized okay I got to be active and I got to figure out what I want to do for the rest of my life and I know it's not working at a job from nine to five at a desk for me um, I really want to go into law enforcement so I've taken steps to become an officer and have had a lot of different procedures happen after that five o'clock period so my mind has shifted from okay I'm a nine to five answering phones but then when five o'clock hits, how am I going to get better for the career I actually want to do when the time comes? So as an athlete, when that five o'clock hits, you're not done for the day. You know, you've got, you've got schoolwork. You've got you've to cook your meals. If you have pets, you've got to take care of your pets. And of course, you've still got that little bit of social time that you want to relax, watch your favorite show, do your play, play your favorite game, go on a date, whatever it may be. I don't know. But having that small bit of relaxation can, it can help you in a lot of things. And I still think that's important to this day. Having that nine to five as a job and a career is still very important to wind down and take time to yourself because that nine to five, as Joe said, is, is not the main, it's not, it's not all you're going to have in life. Um, your career is very important to you, but you as a human and through life and enjoying every moment is also very important. So yeah, and I want to talk to the listeners um, briefly that this conversation that we've just been having has been magnified, uh, like multiplied by coronavirus. So now mm-hmm. all of a sudden, all of these people, um, college students, workers, anyone who have nine to five jobs are being like their lives have been turned co- like completely upside down. And people are wondering, like, what do I do with my life? Um And I think what we've mentioned earlier in the podcast is it's very important to stay a little bit busier um, Mm -hmm. than what we consider busy. So I think to our listeners, let's use this time to find a hobby that we're interested in or somehow advance um, yourselves, try and figure out a path that you want to set your life um, on and then go and achieve little, little pieces of that. Um, for my kids, law enforcement, and that looks like taking classes or doing things online. Um, for me, it's something completely different. And for everybody else, it's something completely different. So let's use this time um, rather than spend it on Netflix um, or anything. And let's try and 
figure out some way that it can add to our lives. Yeah, I'm very guilty of the Netflix grind because I've been a little sick. But um, I want to go back to what you said about, like, wanting to get into the career that you want to. Was that, like, a decision that you came to? Or, like, what was your thought process? Was that once you got behind a desk from 9 to 5, you realized this isn't the career I wanted? Was that – was your current job what you thought you wanted in the past? Or mm-hmm. has – like, has that changed now involve law enforcement or was it always law enforcement and these are just the steps you're taking to get there? Yeah, for sure. I, so again, I'll be honest. Um, I applied for grad school here at the University of Tennessee for sociology and criminal justice. And they have one of the top schools to get into for this program. And I didn't get accepted. So my whole world came crashing down when I didn't get accepted after my last meet as a college athlete I was like okay my entire world of my athletic career is completely over I didn't get accepted into the program I wanted to get accepted to what am I going to do with my life um and it just so happened that a former athlete who is now my boss um owns his own criminal defense practice and I had the opportunity to be an assistant and learn those terminologies but law enforcement and being an athlete I've always been driven to be very just active and wanting to help people and lead people. So law enforcement's always been in the back of my head, whether it's federal or city or anything of that matter. I think being at that nine to five made me realize it's not what I want to do. It's, it's taught me so much. It's made me a better person with, again, time management, but also getting to know people and their behaviors and just how the world works as an employee at any job um, has made me learn a lot more things about myself than I ever could learn. So it's taught me, no, it's not the place I want to be at and that's okay. But not staying there and taking the steps to move forward is also super, super important. I think being able to move forward and taking that confidence and channel channeling it and being able to step forward away from a place that's comfortable is it's scary but it's important to do because if you're in a place where you don't want to be there's nothing wrong with leaving absolutely nothing wrong with it and it's been difficult and hopefully I get accepted into this program I'm looking at um but I think taking steps when you're in a position at a job now before you just up and leave is super important so again taking time management those skills that you have learned through college to get to the next step is super important before you just up and quit something so yeah and and that adversity you faced um it would you how much of it would you say you attribute in your ability to handle that to um your experience as an athlete handling adversity it, I think a lot, honestly, I, if I didn't have the sport I had through college and through my entire life, I probably wouldn't have been where I'm at today. I think you having to change in a split second, at least for a swimmer, speaking from a swimmer's point of view, there's a lot of different sports and a lot of different things, but as a swimmer at big meets, if someone speaking so your coach 
needed you to get off a relay to go swim in an individual event that you've never swam before, you'd have to click in an instant. Like there's no thinking. You're not allowed to say no necessarily because you're not just doing it for yourself. You're doing it for your team. So the being versatile is super important. Being able to change in an environment that you're not comfortable with. People look at that. People are, people in higher positions admire that they they want that in a leader they want that in any aspect of any worker they think it's super important if you're able to handle that mentally and change it in an instant that'll get you far in life for sure yeah definitely and just a um a little example from my life that you know on a much smaller scale than um than swimming collegiately um on Monday, uh, we, Trent and I are both um, in this, taking the exact same classes right now because we're on the same uh, track major. Um, for the listeners, I'm electrical engineering and Trenton's computer engineering. Um, and we had a test on Monday uh, on electromagnetic fields. Um, and it was a test, it was administered, I think from like uh, 10 a.m. to noon. And it was supposed to be a one hour test. Um, and I remember it was about 30 minutes in, I was doing my work on a piece of lined paper. And um, I, something in my head was like, hey, just look at the, uh, kind of go back over the, the description of the test. So I just kind of scrolled to the top of the test on the PDF on my computer, looked at it and was like, oh wow, they're not accepting any scratch paper or anything. And I was already two problems of seven in, I had all my work on this piece of lined paper. And I, did, I didn't stress out and just, like you said, in that instant, I was like, okay, I'm going into my PDF annotator. I'm, yep converting this into something I can write down and I'm going to scramble to write all of my work onto that, uh, onto that screen without even, I didn't even register it and I got it all down in, in 10 minutes yeah. um, and saved all that time because of this snap decision. Come to find out the scratch paper was acceptable. They just realized it was a typo <laughs> in the exam because we're online now. So they were like, you can take pictures yeah. of your line paper. So I did all that work for nothing, but, uh, but you know, the, the main point was that I recognized that, that, um, you know, that, that point and I, you're right. I had, I had no time to even react. I had to make that snap decision uh, almost emotionlessly to kind of trigger myself into, um, into getting something done so that I could move on to something else um, that I was maybe more prepared for in the first place. For sure. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, are there any, Micah, thank you so much for being yeah. on with us. This has been an uh, amazing conversation. Are there any other things that we would like to add before we wrap up? I, I honestly just say, like, if, if you're doing the transition out of college, whether you're an athlete or not, being confident in yourself to know that changes will happen and being okay with those changes and understanding yourself enough to be able to take those next steps. If you're not happy, change something because – I can say honestly, through my transition, even as a student out of college was very hard, but a lot of other people may have it easier, but I, I would suggest if you're unhappy, change something about it really quick because you don't want to get stuck in something that you don't like doing. And if you're good at something and you've got talent somewhere that deserves that recognition, I say change it immediately and get, get to somewhere that you will really enjoy it because 
life's too short to just sit there and not do something that you love. So the transition can be difficult, but change, change something if you're not happy. I really appreciate you guys taking the time to talk to me. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah. So thank you too. Thank you for coming on. It was yeah. a pleasure. Of course, this is great. Um, and to the listeners, tune in next week. We'll be talking on something different. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And this is the Progress Podcast.